Aussies in action. Well, it seems like when the sailing categories, all the Aussies have to do is just turn up. Well, at this point, because uh, our 15th gold medal essentially is assured. That's the equation, really, for Matthew Beltra and Will Ryan. They've accumulated a big enough lead in the 470 class to take out gold and add to that Australian impressive medal tally. Of course, we know Matt Wern already locked and loaded uh, an Olympian a gold medalist. A fantastic performance. So um, we just know that they have to uh, essentially not capsize or do but something. Can you imagine? What a feeling that would be, knowing going into your last race, you don't have to win. doesn't matter if you come last. Uh, as long as you make it across the finish line, they're going to be hanging a gold medal on your neck. They've got a 20-point lead uh, heading into the final uh, day of racing. It's a bit like, uh, dare I say it, uh, you've got nine wickets in hand, you've got to hit ten runs uh, to win the Ashes, you know you're going to win, or, or ten goals up in the final quarter of a grand final. You get to savour the moment yeah, yeah. for 10-15 for yeah. minutes, which is so rare in sports. So, uh, Matty Belcher, Will Ryan, uh, unless a disaster... Just don't our, fall into the drink, boys. <laughs> our 15th gold medalist. Now, we're hoping there's 16 coming up later this evening when WA's, we're claiming it's yeah, WA's, it's Peter Bowl. Yeah, that would be just the most incredible Olympic experience. And we've seen so many amazing moments, but I reckon Peter Boll, if he would win the 800 metres, which is, you know, like it's it's no sure thing. It would be a massive achievement by him to do so, but he's in with a red-hot chance. If he could do that, it would just be amazing. He wrote in uh, the West Australian Today, in his own words, what the Olympic experience was like, what it meant to him, and what it meant to know that the whole of the country was behind him. Uh, it's just so special. And terrific articles by uh, Steve Butler through the journey of Peter Boll, who's been followed quite closely. Close. He's Sudanese refugee, and now he's now based in Melbourne, of course. But uh, one of the great lines from his coach, Justin Rinaldi, uh, he was seen in the, the athlete's village or in the dining area, uh, pictured by himself, and he said to his coach uh, in so many words, I'm not here to make friends. Now, that might sound <laughs> he's being arrogant or aloof, but he's a pretty uh, social person to my understanding. So to put himself into that zone, now whether it works for him, we'll find out later on this evening. But if that's uh, where he's at, um, and such a such a great backstory. Is it? Apart from the, the the refugee element, which uh, adds so much drama to it, uh, university degree speaks three or four languages. Yep, just a, a great Olympic story. And count him very much in the that group of athletes who who take that old line from um, uh, Billie Jean King that you know pressure is a privilege. That's the way he looks at it. He said he doesn't feel any pressure going into this final. He just feels so proud uh, and so excited. And he said that now is time. To execute. Absolutely, and uh, as Bruce McEvaney said, he can win gold. It might take a bit of luck, uh, and of course things have to go his way, but he's in the conversation heading into a final. I don't think since Herb Elliott uh, won uh, a medal in that uh, department that we've been thinking this yeah. is a, well, let's, a well, lot let's, chance. We've got to be careful, Skeet, because we put the mocker on well, the we Australian did. women's did we put water the polo. On? No, I don't think, I don't think, maybe it was our guest, Joel, yesterday, uh, the former water polo champ that, that did it. They lost to the Russian Olympic Committee last night, so bad luck for them. But in the 10-kilometre swim, pretty good. Karina Lee, now this bronze medal is quite extraordinary. The 10-kilometre swim, a temperature of 29 degrees in the water, but she was so far back in this swim, it wasn't funny. And then she just ground her way back into the contest to, in the end, pick up a bronze medal. Uh, two seconds, from my understanding, separated first from third. So what a finish that was. Um, and it's all about, of course, uh, apparently the, the, the water they were swimming in, a bit like the Yarra. Not that flash. Pretty uh, dirty and... Uh, and warm as well. And warm. 31 degrees. Yeah, she's, she had to, she's had to train in a heated pool in Darwin to get ready for it. And then during the race, I like this, she was hit by a large fish, which is actually incredible. If you're a large fish, you wouldn't be anywhere near the coast of Japan, would you? You'd, you'd end up... 
sliced up in uh, sashimi in no time. Absolutely. And, and after the race, she called her 82-year-old coach, John J.R. Rogers, who was unable to travel to Tokyo because of poor health. It reminds me of the story here of uh, Karina, of Shelley Taylor-Smith, of course, our, our world champion long-distance swimmer who used to swim uh, the, the Brooklyn... Uh, course and, and around Manhattan and she at times came across uh, all manner of objects um, be they corpses um, <laughs> human waste uh, just a horrendous experience but she just said put the goggles on put the oil on, put the head down and just swim and um, I'm not sure it's as bad as this for Karina today but uh, certainly it was a bit mer- 31 degrees. Yeah, it's like a bath uh, Meanwhile skateboarding uh, we know has been one of the highlights of the Olympics Australia's Poppy Olsen considered a Australia's best skateboarder got through to the final. She ended up in fifth spot. But the fun thing about it was Tony Hawk, the skateboarding superstar, the legend of the sport, took it upon himself to jump on his laptop and commentate the skateboarding live on Instagram. Well, he's probably as well placed as any broadcaster to do that, given there's not too many in my mind skateboarding commentators floating around the world. I might be wrong, but you're in an elite field there. Um, So congratulations. What about our decathletes? Two Aussies in the decathlon, Ashley Maloney and Cedric Dubler. Now, I've just seen some of the action from the field events as part of the decathlon. And um, Ashley and Cedric... I've seen a, a PB in there as well. So they're doing pretty well, which is fantastic. Of course, you have to be the master of 10 sports. They're all varied from the 100-metre dash, long jump, shot put, high jump, 400-metre run. Talk about an exhausting campaign. Yeah, I, and I love this this event because they're not all great at the same ones. So you have someone who's maybe you know an incredible high jumper, so he's going to do well in that particular uh, category. Uh, but then they might be not that flash in the 110 meter hurdle. So another athlete is going to gain some ground there. So you don't really know to the end. It's a bit like the you know all round gymnastics where some people are better at certain apparatus. It's it's fascinating, and they're also you know you'd have to make the case that they're almost the the most supreme athletes at the games. Uh, yeah, the most. But you have to ask yourself, why? Why would you put yourself through? Because you're not good enough to win any single one of those events. So well, you, you've, but you're pretty good at all of them. You've been quite blunt there. But yeah, so the hurdles, the discus throw, the pole vault, and then of course um, the javelin, the 1500 metre run. Ashley Maloney, by the way, a star of the sport. Second in the 100, third in the shot put, and second in the long jump today. So that's an outstanding performance. And we've got a real WA flavour when it comes to the golf in the women. Yeah, Minji Lee and Hannah Green in the women's individual golf right now. Minji Lee currently sitting in 11th spot at one under and Hannah Green in 34th uh, at uh, one over. Very contrasting lead-ups to the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Minji Lee winning a major tournament uh, a month or so ago. Hannah Green's been stuck in WA. The weather as it's been, I'm not sure how often she's been able to get out in the course. So uh, very <laughs> different build-ups for the two highly talented Western Australians. Fingers crossed. I think we might be able to snatch a medal somewhere there. Yeah, you'd hope so. Minji, I think, is pretty well-placed at the moment. And let's talk about Australia. They're well-placed when it comes to the medal tally. Sitting fourth, which is just absolutely astonishing. Still plenty of time to go in this Olympics. If we finish fourth by the end, uh, it would be, you know, one of the all-time great achievements by this country. We've got 14 golds uh, with 15 in the horizon, uh, four silvers, 16 bronze. China in top spot still. they got 32 gold, so, you know, they're killing it, followed by uh, USA and then the host nation, Japan, rounding out the top three. Yeah, and wait for age uh, in terms of our population. We are just going beautifully. It has been a remarkable performance by all the athletes there, but from an Australian perspective, they have just performed, I think, above most of our expectations.